Joseph Quinn. You're a winner, baby. Yeah. Oh my God. You have a podcast? Yeah. Compose yourself. Everybody stay calm. I had a mental breakdown. <laughs> Little cheeky fuckers. Am I dreaming? Because I can't see, I can't read. Are the road coral days behind us? We're going to talk about Jose Antonio Francisco. You are listening to The Quintessentials Podcast. Hi! Hello! Bonus Bonus episode! Bonus episode! Bonus episode! Bonus! You know we have to give you a bonus episode in between seasons. I mean, come on. This is literally minutes after the MTV Movie Awards has finished. We were like, let's go. This was all part of a master plan that we had, wherein if Joe won, we were just going to just get into it. It is like almost 11 o'clock here in Florida at night. And we're like, no, we're going to commit to it. We're going to record and we're going to put out this bonus episode when they least fucking expect it. Yeah. Boom, bitch. We're glad you're here, babies. Holy fuck. Hey, guys. Hi. Hi. How we doing? Guess what? <laughs> He's a winner, baby. Went from presenter last year to breakthrough performance winner at the MTV Movie and TV Awards. Talk about a journey. Yeah. Wow. Circle moment for him now. Who won Best Villain? Uh, it was Elizabeth Olsen for WandaVision. For WandaVision? WandaVision well, came out forever ago. I just put her name down. I saw The Red Witch. That was a, that was a different movie. That was, um, fuck, what movie? What, was it uh, Doctor Strange? That's what it was. Doctor Strange. So this is really exciting. I I mean, there there were so many great awards. Let's also talk about Pedro. Oh, yes. <laughs> Yay. Oh, my God. So happy for him. He, he took a trifecta home. He did. It was so funny watching him go like one and then two. And then he's doing the Adele. <laughs> yep. Oh, my God. That was so cute. Hearing the sweet things that he had to say about winning best hero. He's like, you guys need to make sure that you have your own hero that advocates for your rights and your feelings and your well-being. And just hearing him get a little bit emotional about it is just another. I don't know. He's just perfect he's perfection there are there's something that stood out to me about joseph's and pedro's speeches they were completely different but because joe is very eloquent very classic very british you know and i mean exactly why we love them is how their speeches went does that make sense yeah it was great to see joe on screen i i have a question though we know that this whole writer strike thing is happening as you guys know the mtv movie and tv awards were supposed to happen in person they were supposed to do a red carpet this was supposed to be live with presenters and a host which i think it was supposed to be drew barrymore that did it but do you think Mm -hmm. joe would have gone his first words were i wish i could have been there with you i don't know if that's because of the strike or if he actually planned on going I was thinking about this and I'm thinking to myself, wasn't the gladiator filming supposed to start this month? Like mid-May. Okay. Okay. So maybe he would have gone. Maybe. I guess we're never going to know. We'll never know. 
or Brad needed a break and he was just like, I'll send you a Zoom call. <laughs> yeah. I, I wonder if he would have gone because Jamie would have gone and it would have given him like an opportunity to like have like a diddle, little a, diddle, have a bro date, a little Jamie <laughs> Joe moment. Yeah, oh. and Sadie was nominated as well. Like Sadie might have been there too. And like they had scenes together. What could have been? But you know what? I I completely hear this writer strike. Mm-hmm. I'm really glad that the award show took a stand too. But you know who's also taking a stand? Who? Who were so proud is take this, the Duffer Brothers and the Stranger Things. Uh, oh yeah, <laughs> they finally did something right, you guys. <laughs> They're sticking up for their writer friends. Can I read you guys what they tweeted on behalf of the Stranger Writers Twitter? Twitter? Uh, Twitter? <laughs> the Twitter Twitter? Yes, please. Uh, they wrote, Duffers here. Writing does not stop when filming begins. While we're excited to start production with our amazing cast and crew, it is not possible during the strike. We hope a fair deal is reached soon so we can all get back to work. Until then, over and out. That's disgusting. Wow. Just because you did something right doesn't mean that you, do- you still suck. <laughs> Yeah, they still suffer. They yeah. still killed Eddie, so like whatever. Yeah. They still killed yeah. Eddie, so they are um, top of my my shit list. Truly, I did have to go put on my Eddie shirt for this episode because you know he won. Yes, he's a winner, baby. I think I'm gonna meet Joe in this shirt, so maybe that's why I kept. That's it. a cute Ooh. shirt. I like it. It's brown. Is it brown? Oh my god, you're right. It's that's his meant to be his color. See, meant to be. Yeah. We are less than a month away from seeing Joe. I mean, I'm sorry, what? We are less than a month away from seeing Joe and our friends. Yes. I mean, I don't know what to do. I mean, there's so many things that I want to say. I want to congratulate him for Gladiator 2. Mm hmm. I got to learn to talk like an auctioneer so I can get like everything I ever want to fucking say in like three seconds. You're absolutely correct. You're absolutely. You're so great, Gladiator. Oh, my God. I'm so excited to see you. I don't know. (laughs) Can I say that that Gladiator announcement completely came out of left field and just slapped us right in the face? And then, you know, you know what backhanded us right back? (laughs) Pedro. Pedro. Oh we're just like whoosh, 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 and we're like yes give us more give us all of it it was a yeah, slap and a backhand it's we the were beating not... that it was the beating that we didn't know we wanted but we yes. definitely got it and enjoyed it mm-hmm. I, I felt a little masochistic about it you know i was a little like ooh, I, that was a little hard slap but you know what i kind of liked it and then they came in for seconds came That's in and i was you're... like well who's next is it is it gonna be adam driver who's who's next <laughs> listen or i will say i feel like 2024 will be the year of joe i think we are going to be extremely busy next year. Mm-hmm. And I'm so wait. fucking ready for it. I can't wait. I'm so excited. Oh my God. What are we going to do? Buckle in. That's all we can do. Buckle in and hold on for dear life and just watch our boy. Just have boxes of tissues ready. It's going to be wild. Yeah. I'm losing. I'm going to lose it. You guys. No, I mean, I. Well, here's the thing. He was cast as Emperor Caracalla, mm-hmm. who I'm going to warn you guys. We all know that Joe gets typecasted as somebody who just dies. And so because yep. he does that very well. But I, I'm going to tell you right now, it's not going to get better. <laughs> no. Feel free to Google the the person from history. Caracalla goes. But you know what I'm not mad at? What? The curls. 
because over the last few weeks we've been like oh my god is he growing his hair out what is happening here like is it like a post a quiet place like you know he's like taking his time he's letting like you know maybe he's just enjoying his vacation bullshit he was doing some major prepping Mm -hmm. for this incredible fucking role he's got and the video gave the haircut an easier look because I feel like a lot of the other ones, he's like outside and it's like bad lighting. In the video, he's like inside and during the day. And it looks like it's layered. He's it looks, looks like it's layered. Like hat hair, which like I feel like that's what we've seen him. Danielle, are you okay? I'm fine. I'm okay. <laughs> In this moment, I'm fine. I can make no promises in Philly though because I'm telling you. We're so fucking happy. I I can't take it anymore. I yeah. Can I add one more plus side? Go ahead. He's gonna be a villain finally. Oh, but that I will tell you what playing a Roman emperor was not on my Joseph Quinn bingo card. Bingo card. No. Bingo or bango either. Bingo or bango. <laughs> it can be your wild card. The little it spot. Was, it was. You know what? You're absolutely correct. I think it's everybody's wild card because it is. Boy, did we go through a fucking laundry list of fan casting for him throughout yeah. season one and season two, and none of them. None of them <laughs> once. <included a> toga. <laughs> Not once included a toga. Not. <laughs> All I know is, if Pedro Pascal's wearing a toga, he will give us that slutty left knee. But will Joe give us a little slutty knee action and a little? I am so ready for Pedro's slutty little knee. <laughs> I know. He's a slutty fun. little knee. Um, can we talk about the Met Gala and Pedro for yeah. a little bit? Because here's the thing. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go into it for a little bit. I'm going to talk about what issues I have with the theme for the Met Gala and then what Pedro did, which I fucking love. Okay. Met Gala was honoring the work of Carl Lagerfeld. Carl Lagerfeld is notoriously a fat phobic human. Um, he died a few years ago, so they were honoring his work. Anna Wintour came out and said, focus on the work, not his words. And a lot of people did just that. You know, they honored him through his work, but then took to social media and said mm. whatever the fuck they wanted. Yeah. Yep. Um, and so Lizzo, my favorite one was wearing some of carl's favorite things white and black draped in pearls from the last chanel collection and mm-hmm. then she was eating french fries in front of the fucking kitchen yeah and did you know that she actually got ready in that kitchen oh shut yeah. up yeah shut up no That's i incredible. won't incredible mm-hmm. well and so pedro wore red and then also wore valentino which was a massive competitor for carl lagerfeld and he put the v on his middle fingers Uh uh-huh a big fat Mm -hmm. middle finger to carl i love it so oh my and you just can't you cannot ignore the slutty little knee he did that shit on purpose Mm -hmm. yep and everybody was saying how he was going to be shunned upon because he did show leg as a male figure. And did you guys read that article about how, oh, she's going to make a big stink about it because he came out in shorts and was showing leg and that should be left for women. And nobody had an issue with it. Who's, who was going to have a problem with it? Anna Wintour? Yeah. Ugh. Probably just a random person stating it. But like, no, stop. I'm Literally, here for it. Literally, had a problem with it. It was amazing. Did you guys see the prep, like the skincare prep? They, no, I but think I think was... you did. <laughs> they put La Mer on his fucking knee. I That's why they look so do it. fucking I smooth. I fucking knew it. 
didn't I say, <laughs> didn't I say I wanted to see the skincare routine in my video? Mm-hmm. Oh my fucking God. It's on TikTok. It came up on my FYP. I don't know why I didn't share it because I'm a bitch, but literally if it's probably still up there, like what they, yeah, they unveiled what they used. If you don't know what Lemire is, it is very expensive skincare. Expensive. Like their foundation is $150. Wow. <laughs> vile. It's vile. Can I also mention that Anna Winter debuted her dating? Okay, this is not Bill Nye the science guy. It's Bill Nye from Shaun of the Dead. He played um, uh, Davy Jones in Pirates uh-huh. of the Caribbean movies. Uh-huh. That, that guy. guy. I was like, is that Bill Nye? Yeah. And sure. I'm like, are they dating? Yeah, they sure are. And I was like, what? Yeah. Mm. Isn't it nuts? Can we talk about something from Joe's speech? Oh, yeah. Tonight. Mm-hmm. He said, I'm so thankful for you. I, I owe a lot to you. And then he topped it off with, I'm a little scared of you. But very grateful. And I swear to God, I felt my heart sink to the bottom of my tummy. I was like, who does he consider to be scary? Who? Who, who is scary to him? Let's open this up because this is a good thing to talk about because I'm already getting comments on my video that I made of, well, now I'm scared to meet him. I don't want him to be scared. I think he is scared of the amount of people because there are a lot of us. And he has had some scary situations when he first was thrusted into the world in front of our eyes through Stranger Things. This fandom is massive. And that's my take on it. Cool. <laughs> no, no, it no. took my brain places. I'm so sorry, Danielle. No, I was just thinking. <laughs> I I was processing what you were saying too, because I think yeah. I think you're right. I also think he is inherently like an introverted person. Mm-hmm. And when you throw an introverted person to be the center of attention of millions and billions of people, yeah, that might throw somebody for a loop um but I, I i guess i get it you know there's been and it's like exactly what you said d like a lot of a lot of great things have come from this fandom but a lot of scary things have also happened to him from the fandom i think at one point he even got doxxed yeah maybe yeah you know some of the stuff that's happened with grace so i get i get the point he was trying to make mm-hmm. kind of respect it yeah I think that's his his way of maybe setting boundaries. Like, he's like, I see you and I hear you. I see you. I appreciate you. But like, chill. Dare to chill. Chill, 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 chill. Oh, my God. Dare to chill. Oh, my God. He was literally being like, not that I like to chill, but y'all need to chill. (laughs) Yeah. But like in the most respectful way, because like he understands 100% that not only because of the hard work he's put in, but because of people that adore him as his fans he wouldn't be in these type of i think he would have eventually gotten there 100 percent. but where he's at now he knows that a lot of that is because of the fan base Mm -hmm. and but he's also like pump those brakes guys because you're a lot (laughs) yeah well i think he knows what it's like to hyper fixate so i don't think he it's anyone that has an intense feeling like upset not obsession but like dedication to him and like love for him it's more of those people that are just like it goes it goes further than what's considered Mm -hmm. like a normal hyperfixation you know what i mean yeah does that make sense Mm -hmm. you know i my thing about this whole thing right is 
though that very thin line between like a hyper fixation and like crossing his boundary kind mm-hmm. of takes away from him understanding what he has created yeah you know I know you guys because of him. I have, (laughs) I was just thinking about what I would say to him earlier today when I see him in June and I'm, and I'm thinking to myself, like, how do I tell him in 20 seconds or less that I have friends around the world Mm -hmm. because of him? Right. You know, I have friends in the UK. I have made a friend in Germany. I've made friends in Brazil. I've made friends, you know, in we have listeners in Afghanistan. Uh, we've got all of Australia. You know, he is connecting people all over the fucking world. Mm-hmm. And it's sad to see facts like that overshadowed by the fact that some of his boundaries have been crossed. But I so admire and respect the fact that he was like, I love you. Thank you so much for what you've done for me. I owe a lot of this to you. But I'm a little scared of you. But like, thanks. Thanks. <laughs> Yeah. And it's really refreshing to see him starting to finally set boundaries for himself. Right. What a, and like, honestly, what a great opportunity. And also, mm-hmm. he, he also took a stand towards the um, the grace situation. The oh, I was going to say the, the writer's strike. Um, here's mm-hmm. what he had to say yeah. about it. Give me just a second. I don't think that people uh, would connect with a character like Eddie or others in the Stranger Things universe without compassionate, intelligent, quality writing. Being a writer is a hard job and it deserves respect. And I think the more that we respect each other, we can cultivate a kinder, more inclusive, more collaborative environment for everyone. Wouldn't that be nice? Thanks again to everyone who voted. I'm very, very, very appreciative. Thank you. He appreciates us. (laughs) Joe, we know what that fucking means to you. Oh my god. That American he doesn't even is... tell his mom he appreciates her. So like we're rubbing off on him. Yeah. Oh my I'm god. I'm so sorry, Joe. I'm so sorry. Maybe maybe that's what we should ask him, Joe. You appreciate us? You appreciate Ooh. us? <laughs> I seem to remember you had an issue with appreciate you last year. So, wow. You're fine. You're fine, Joe. You're fine. Oh god. <laughs> I, I think I just named the episode. I appreciate you. I, or you're fine, Joe. Yeah. No, no, no. He, Joseph, appreciates Maybe both. You're fine. I appreciate you. <laughs> I love it. But what he said is so valid. You need to respect the writers because in all reality, they're the ones bringing us all together. And if we don't have them, hello? Also, his voice is like, honey. It's so good. It's so good to see him as Joe on the big screen Mm -hmm. on on my television, not my phone. You know, Mm -hmm. I was going to watch it on my laptop, but I was like, no, 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 no. He looks so ADHD. ADHD. Wow. HD. Like that was an ADHD moment. No, he looked so good in HD. I was just like, oh, my God, like this is better than my cell phone ever could be. Did anybody else think that he looked super British? Yes. Yes. <laughs> like, I I can't explain it. There was something about him that just oozed a British lad. Maybe it was a coronation from yesterday. Everybody's extra British. I guess. He related on thick for that. He's like, oh, I'm British and the coronation was yesterday. Thank you so much. <laughs> 
I think he, it's like he knew he was recording himself, so he had that like, oh, I'm going to record myself, oh, okay. He just looked know. great, though. His, yeah. His hair was hairin, his face was facing, and it was great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. His shirt was navy blue, I think. I wasn't, I wasn't looking, looking at, at his shirt. shirt. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Uh. I'm pretty sure I was only looking from like it his was chin, chin up. up. <laughs> Stop, Danielle. We're like saying the same thing. <laughs> no, I can't. Somebody commented on my video. He said, Laura, it's a two-chain day. And I was like, it's a two-chain year for him. Yes. Yeah. I've stopped making the chain forecasts because he's always wearing two chains. Because I just think he's leveled up like a Pokemon. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He now yep. leads a two-chain lifestyle. I can't I can't continue to tell you people to buy $60 steaks. <laughs> I feel like when he starts actively wearing three chains, it's going to be, you're going to hear the Transformers noise, like whoop, 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 because he's leveled up. I know. He's gone from Charmander to Charmeleon, and the next chain is going to be a Charizard, and I just, I can't wait. I can't wait. (laughs) I can't wait either. It's going to be a three-chain moment when Gladiator premieres. Dude, I can't. Just to kind of round off some other things, The Last of Us did beat out Stranger Things, which I'm totally okay with, honestly. We couldn't have lost in that, you know? We weren't going to lose either way. And Last of Us is so fresh in people's minds. It's kind of easier to be like, well, this is my new favorite. So Mm -hmm. I'm voting for this. You know what I mean? So Yeah. And then uh, Stranger Things won Best Kick-Ass Cast. That's right. Yeah. So good. Jamie did not win best villain, which is sad, but he is best villain in our hearts. Yeah. Jamie Campbell Bowen. Vecna and Eleven were nominated for best on-screen fight. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it lost out to Ghostface and Jenna Ortega. The Mm. only thing that pisses me (laughs) off about that is that John Wick was not, Keanu Reeves was nominated and it said John Wick versus everyone. Yes. (laughs) I voted for that. As many times as I voted for Joe, I voted for that. I wanted that to win so bad. Was Mm -hmm. the fight scene Jenna Ortega or was that Courtney Cox? You're right. Courtney Cox. Okay. I was um and then Jenna Ortega beat out Sadie Sink in best performance in a show, which also I feel like is still a great win. Yeah. Very fresh. So speaking of Jenna Ortega, who is part of the Dior group of people. <laughs> we can just always circle you see things the back segue? around. I love oh, it. I love a good segue. going to get to this article with Dior. Do not worry. Our sweet, sweet friend Emma, who we're meeting up with in Philly, sent me a video. And I know that we already talked about how Joe presented last year and now he won this year. So like, were you aware that this man presented the award for breakthrough performance and then he won it this year? (laughs) Hello? I cannot even fathom any of this. You know, I bet you didn't even cross his mind last year to like present that, but it makes you wonder in the back of his mind if he was like, I should be nominated for this. Brent's fucking new on this day. <laughs> You're fucking every time with the accent. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay. I should I should be winning this award. I should be getting up here and taking this bowl of popcorn. Well, part anyway. two of season four hadn't even aired yet. So like it wasn't. Yeah, it was before. Nobody knew that he was, I mean, honestly, I will say this, episode one, 
the Dungeons and Dragons scene was everything. Mm-hmm. Everything. Yeah. But God, volume two of last season just really solidified everybody. Yeah. I feel like if it would have come out before, he would have definitely been nominated, but yeah. he didn't, and now he's a winner. But I just love that. Another full circle moment. I love it. Anyway, back to the Dior Harper's Bazaar interview. Go ahead, Laura. I think we're going to do a quick cover of before we wrap up. We're going to mm-hmm. keep this this episode short and sweet because we may or may not do another one. Um, so Harper's Bazaar sat down with him via Zoom, not in person, unfortunately. And the article reads as such. It's a few questions. Joseph Quinn's approach to fragrance is classy, classic and unfussy. The questions consist of more than other senses. The sense of smell is known for evoking strong memories. What's your first memory <laughs> with fragrance? <laughs> oh my God. The way he answers this shit. Do you have PVA glue in the States? <laughs> it's glue that is British in primary schools. She goes, we have Elvers. Well, ours smells like fish a little bit. Of course. Of course. He'll remember that. Oh my and God. that evokes strong memories of the class and fish, I guess. <laughs> and then I remember cooking. My mom's cooking always makes me nostalgic. Lead with that, Joe. Lead with yeah. that. What did she cook? Roasts. <laughs> well, she cooks everything. But I remember meat roasting in the oven, and that is a comfort smell. Yeah. I love a good roast. I love a good roast. Favorite one. It was. I just can't get over why he would like the smell of glue that smells like fish. I don't think he said it. I don't think they said. I, I think it was what scent evokes a memory for you. They didn't specify if it was good. If he liked it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah just like I smell really strong cleaning like sprays and chemicals. And it makes me think of the janitors that clean the food court in the mall that I grew up in in Tulsa, Oklahoma. <laughs> Every time the I target smell it. Target bathrooms smell like fruity pebbles. I think they use a cleaning thing that smells like fruity pebbles. Yeah. See? Perfect. There yeah. you go. <laughs> As one of the new faces of Gris Dior, what do you love most about the fragrance? It's pretty hard to pin down, really. It's very mysterious. It's very woody. It's very sexy. Mm. Sometimes when I'm trying out a new perfume, I like to wear it to bed. What's your go-to way of wearing a fragrance? It's pretty conventional. I don't have a secret spot that I splash it around in or anything (laughs) like that. I just spray one here, one here, (laughs) points to both sides of his neck. Maybe one on the back of the neck. I don't go behind the knees or anything weird. Just your bog standard routine of application. Mm -hmm. That's my method. I like the idea of going to bed with it because I suppose it kind of beds in and settles once you sleep. I might try that. Can Mm -hmm. you imagine? No. (laughs) Stop. We're not. Because I can't imagine. He needs to start putting it here. That could be something you could tell him, Shannon. I still need to know what grease smells like. And then... I'm kind of excited because this is the first time I've heard somebody say that it's woody and I really like woody smells Mm -hmm. and because I've been hearing from a lot of people that it's very florally and I'm not very much of the like yeah flower smell I like the wood smell because it's probably a little bit of yeah I wonder if it's sandalwood that's normally pretty common in Mm -hmm. fragrance oh okay I hate sandalwood that's all oh okay I I like agarwood have you guys smelled agarwood 
Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Love the smell of Agarwood. Sounds like a place in Lord of the Rings. I was out by Agarwood. There, it, it must be a place somewhere, you know, for a <laughs> When I was a teenager, all the guys in school drowned themselves mm-hmm. in Axe body spray. What did teenage Joseph smell like? Oh, hard-hitting question. <laughs> yeah, it's a pretty potent thing. Axe body spray. We call it Lynx over here. And it was similar. It was a similar situation in my school. This is the most British turn. Shit. <laughs> He avoided the question. And there was also CK1. Do you remember that fragrance? And Paco Rabanne, one million. Those were two heavy heaters at my school. I was pretty, it was a pretty lethal combo. One million or CK1. And pretty savage hormones. That was the smell of my school corridor, really. Lucky us. I'm going to tell you right now, CK1 and Paco Rabanne, is if if that's what your high school smelled like, I that don't even pretty, pretty good. good. Never. I'm so glad he didn't come to school in the states because <laughs> it was a combination of Britney Spears fantasy and Axe body spray. Oh, and then Ed Hardy. Yep. And then the guys mm-hmm. that would wear it wouldn't wear deodorant, so it would just be bo and then that. Yeah. 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 It was disgusting. Oh my god, this is great. Also, who's the best spelling person you've ever met? Lupita Nyong'o smells pretty good. I don't know what fragrance she wears. She smells beautiful. She smells great. And obviously, my mom smells great. Great. (laughs) Oh, that's sweet, though. I am really starting to believe that Joe is a mama's boy. Through and through. He loves his mama. I think he's told his mom he appreciates her at least once in his life. (laughs) (laughs) And then she's like, what? What are you on about? (laughs) I love it. What is the scent that makes you feel most nostalgic? And don't say roast. We're already roasted out. I can't say roast (laughs) glue. I can't be sniffing glue again. (laughs) What makes me feel most nostalgic? What the hell makes me feel most nostalgic? Oh, God. It's a fucking cliche. But I remember growing up, I spent a lot of time in Clapman Clap Clapham, Clapham common skateboarding, the smell of grass and grass stained trousers, which I think is pretty, uh, pretty ubiquitous for everyone's experience. That's what makes me feel very nostalgic. The good smell of grass. Mm. So no need to tell him to go touch grass. He likes the smell of it. I went down on an Instagram rabbit hole and your fans seem to be pretty obsessed with you having long hair. Plans for a new look anytime soon? I can't say if there's any definitive plans yet to change the look of my hair. We will let you know if anything changes. Or I'll just accept an award on MTV and be clearly growing my hair out. And then from that point on, it's just kind of pretty basic standard. Like, have you traveled anywhere? What are you looking forward to? He said, so he said, last year was a wild one for you. What are you looking forward to most this year? He said a little bit of normality would be nice. I'm very grateful to what for what happened last year. But as you said, it felt wild. So I am looking forward to hopefully working a little bit more, doing a little bit more travel and just enjoying life. The person asked, well, that's a good plan. Where are you looking to travel? Italy is a place very dear to me. So I think I'm going to try and spend a little bit uh, and get a little bit of a tour of that country under my belt. I'd love to go venture further east. I went to Japan last year and I'm a little bit obsessed. Also, this is very random. I would have never expected this out of him. But they asked him what his favorite childhood show or movie was. And he said he was a Simpsons kid growing up. That's the Mm. most American shit besides Family Guy I've ever heard. Cannot believe that. Yeah, that was, that's very rare. I, I would have never fucking guessed. I thought he said that once before, but maybe I'm like making that up in my mind. I can't remember. He might have. Um, And I then have. he talked about Lord of the Rings, which, yeah, 
I did see that he stated that a majority of his filming for Quiet Place Day One was only with Lupita and that he didn't have any scenes with Alex Wolf or Digimon. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. I missed that part, but yes. I've got it up if you'd like me to read it. Sure, go ahead. I only had scenes with Lupita, so I didn't get to hang out with Digimon and Alex. We had a couple of dinners and they're lovely guys. They're really brilliant. I'm immensely thankful for this experience I had with Lupita. She is formidable and tenacious, vulnerable, and devastatingly talented. I'm pleased to say she's a friend too as a result of this experience. So that's not bad timing. How sweet. Oh, because weren't we like suspecting that Alex was going to like play his brother or something? Yeah, (laughs) I think we just assumed that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Wow. So that theory is off the books. (laughs) Where did that come from? Mm -hmm. That theory? It was just a video that was on TikTok, I think. Because we we assumed that because they had a picture together, they're clearly playing brothers. And then we just went with it as we do. I mean... Listen, he's had a lot of little great things come up over the course of the last few weeks. Mm -hmm. I can't wait to see what he does next. What else gets announced? Holy shit. So proud of him. Hey, this was a cute little bonus episode. We're so fucking excited that like um, we're really proud of you, Joe. Um, Please continue to do great things and don't be scared of us. Don't be scared of the three of us, at least. Yeah. Yeah, no. We only talk about what's already. We try not to cross any boundaries. Yeah, we try really hard not to be invasive. So we're actually pretty great. Yeah, we're cool. We really have a great time. You've met us. We're we're pretty fucking cool. Okay. Right. Right. Exactly. Yeah. We'll see you soon. We'll see you in just a couple weeks. Um. Yes. By the way, we are doing a meetup in Philadelphia. If you are attending Fan Expo Philadelphia, make sure you're following our socials. Make sure you're keeping up with it because we are going to announce a date and time for Philadelphia's meetup. Um. We're trying to figure out if we're going to do it Saturday morning or Friday afternoon. Um. One more thing. Before we go, listen, we we <laughs> we don't make any money off of this podcast. We really do this for fun because we love this, but we want to start being able to put out more quality content and we want to be able to d- continue to meet and do great things. So we have started a Patreon. Woo! Woo! There's three levels. <laughs> Um, let me tell you a little bit about them. Listen, if you can't do this, please don't feel like we're asking you to do this. This is just out there. If you feel like you want to, that's great. If you don't, that's fine too. Um, just listening and following our socials helps us immensely and we love you either way, but we do have three levels. The first one is called the Tom Grant. And we will grant you behind the scenes content and ad free content for that. Um, it says, let's keep Tom company after that terrible train wreck of a relationship and cozy on up to watch the full length episodes of the Quintessentials podcast. Listen, it is it is raw. It is it is behind the scenes. There's a just just at the very least, you will get behind the scenes and you'll get all the video content as well. The next one, the next level is called the Leonard Bast. Mm-hmm. 
you get bonus content. It says Leonard is safe with us. No bookcases involved. Ever wonder what we're up to when we are not filming? Now you can find out with weekly vlogs uh, from our everyday lives. So every week, at least one or two of us will be putting up vlogs, which I think is great. So you'll get the behind the scene, everything from the last level. Um, behind the scenes content, early access, exclusive content, which is some of the vlogs. And then I think you'll also get a sticker through Patreon the third after the, is it after the third month, D? Yeah. So um, tiers two and three, you do get exclusive merch after three months of successful subscription. The Leonard Bass also gives you first access to all con content, including panels and POV interactions. Yes. Okay. I didn't see that. I'm sorry. <laughs> and then the third level, D, if you want to read it, it's called the Edward Elizabeth Munson, baby. Let's go. That's right. We all know him. We all love him. And of course, the top tier is dedicated to the one and only Edward Munson. With this tier, you will get access to special live events, question and answers, additional bonus content, as well as customizable shout outs at the end of some of our new weekly episodes for season three. This tier also includes exclusive merch. Um, you will receive those exclusive merches after three months of consecutive payments. And you will also get all of the content associated with tier one and tier two. Yay! Yeah, so we're very excited about this. This is a new world for us. Like we said, you are not required to do this. We are still going to provide you with this type of content. This is just if you want a little bit more, we're welcome to give it to you. Yeah. We want and we want to talk to you. We get to spend more time with you and interact with you a little bit more. So, um, yeah, if it's something that you want to do, by all means, please do. If you have any questions about it, feel free to reach out to us on the podcast um, account. We'll be more than happy to answer any questions. Um, and yeah, ladies, where can That's people it. find you on socials? Shannon, take it away, my love. Hello, my name's Shannon. <laughs> I'm on TikTok. Uh, what's up, Shannon? And uh, Instagram, I am starry eyes, S-T-A-R-R-Y-Y-E-Y-E-S. Um, I am Hi. at of Vanessa. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I figured since you have like the, the multiple, I was, I, I've had you do ahead, it girl. before. I'll let I'm you sorry. go. You go Ooh. right on ahead. It's like we haven't done this in weeks. <laughs> <laughs> Who's um, going? I, I'm at Laura Vanessa. Laura with an H at the end, Vanessa with an H at the end on TikTok and Instagram. That's it. Danielle. Social for the. Want me to do yours? No, 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 no. I am sorry. Um, My TikTok is at D E E E Young. And then my Instagram is at Miss Danielle, M I S S D A N Y E L L. And then I also have the TikTok socials as well. You can find our TikTok at at the Quinn podcast. And then our Instagram and Twitter are at the Quinn pod. And then our YouTube reels is at the quintessentials podcast. Yay. Yay. Come back Yay. next week again. We'll be back before you know it. Bye. You. See you in June. Love you. Bye. You're amazing. Thank you. Bye. <laughs>